Good morning. Good morning, gorgeous. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so excited to have my amazing friend Shalana Wilson joining us this morning. So Buenvenue a la Maison, welcome home. You're at home with Brittany Antoinette. And you know this season is all about motherhood. So Shalana and I had a conversation not about motherhood, but about black maternal health. And we kind of got started talking about just a whole bunch of stuff. So I knew she needed to be a guest because she just has so many gems and I'm so excited to have her. So welcome, Shalana. Thank you. Thank you. I am so happy to be here. This is going to be great. It's going to be great. So I know about you, but can you tell us just a little bit about yourself, however you want to describe yourself? In okay. a quick sound bite, whatever. A quick who, sound who, bite, okay. Who is Shalana? <laughs> right? I know, I'm having an existential moment. Like, who am I? Who do I? Who? <laughs> um, I think first and foremost, I am a mommy, right? That's why I'm on the podcast. Um, I have two little ones, age um, ages four and eight. Um, I'm also an educational psychologist, um, so I love the mind. Um, I also love learning, and I felt like that was the the perfect marriage of those two. Um, and speaking of marriage, I got a boo thank, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whom I adore. Um, and we're, Brene, if you can believe it, we're celebrating our sweet 16 anniversary in <laughs> July, which makes yeah. no sense. Which makes no sense because I'm still in my mid twenties, right, you know. Right. So, Clearly. <laughs> um, Sweet and yeah. love that. <laughs> love that. But I'm sorry. Continue. What were you? What else were you going to say? Oh, um, I I think I was wrapping it up, Brene. I guess the the last thing I'll say we um we also love to create music together as a family. Um, so we have a little family band, and that probably is one of my favorite things to do, um, create music with them. I love it, yes, and I will make sure to have their information in the description box, because if you're not following them, you absolutely need to love, and it's not a little family band, it is a family <laughs> band, okay? <laughs> I, don't I know even those have adjectives sneak in there. Right. I know, I know. I don't even have little ones, but I'll be jamming out to oh, the music. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so getting ready coming up on sweet sixteen, that is phenomenal. Yes. Love. God is good. All mm-hmm. the time. Ooh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you did you always want to be a mother? You know, I did. Um, And what's funny, earlier on, I want to say maybe middle school, I had this strange notion that I wanted seven children. Why? Right. (laughs) Right. Like, what? (laughs) Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Then entered high school and, you know, became a little more reasonable, more mature. Okay, I think four. Four four is good. (laughs) 
now at my big age, I'm like two and through. That's it. That's it. That's it. I love it. That's it. But you know what's funny, Brene? There was a period of time that was, you know, always a part of my plan. You know, the the plans that we have as children. I I believe mine was get married at 25 and then have your first child at 28. That was my plan. I I didn't I did not stick to the plan. (laughs) I joined the race a little early uh, with marriage and then joined motherhood a a bit later. We actually um, were married for seven years. Uh, before having our first um, because we were so young you know still completing our education and then all yeah. of that and, and getting established in our careers um, but girl I was just so smitten and so wrapped up in that man I was like you know <laughs> if you know God forbid we weren't able to have children I, this is all I need this is all I will ever need <laughs> I love it I so, love it <laughs> there was a period of time where you know you kind of think about um maybe different outcomes or scenarios mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and I felt like I was okay you know with the thought of um right. of not of not having children right. <clears throat> and I think you know I there are people who live just so deeply fulfilled and meaningful lives and and mm-hmm. parenthood isn't a part of their journey you know right. um but now that I have them it, it's kind of like where was the color before right in, in my world <laughs> right absolutely I, I love that I love that you guys got time to just experience one another and yeah you know really solidify like you said who you were as individuals who you were as a unit mm-hmm. because it, I think it becomes even more of a challenge when like you said you do have kids you get married young you have kids young, like I did um mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're still there's so much evolution happening when you're young oh say it. Mm-hmm. so I feel like it, it it's a beautiful thing to say yeah we were together a whole seven years before we <laughs> brought right. somebody else <laughs> right. so. yeah but like I said we were we were growing up you know we were yeah. just truly growing up but let me tell you something though I, we needed every we needed every day and every second of those seven years <laughs> to lay the foundation because yeah. child be, that that transition to parenthood is um, is <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to define Here's to describe <laughs> right exactly we're trying to figure it out let's put the words together form the ideas. Because it, you know, it, it puts you on shaky ground, you know, so that foundation, something to return to, you know, something that you miss, you know, that you want to regain that foundation was so important to us when we were, you know, wanting to find our way back. Um, Because yeah, Mud Parenthood rocked our little world where we were one another's, you know, uh, just orbiting around one another. Uh, when little Justin came in that picture, he was like, I, I'm it now. So <laughs> you're both orbiting around me. Um, and as we're, you know, orbiting around him, we're on the same path. So we're not intersecting, which you need right, to do right. as a couple. Like we, we need to, right. Are we going to cross ever at some point? Right. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Now, did you have expectations going into motherhood? I know, like, at first it was, like, seven kids, then you kind of came down to to four. Four, right. (laughs) But in between that time, like, even that that seven-year period of just being married, did you have, like, 
any ideas or expectations about what your maybe your parenting would look like um what you you wanted it to look like or yeah 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 absolutely and you know being uh Prior to that time, I was a school psychologist, so I was working in the schools uh, kinder through 12th, so getting to, you know, interact and create a lot of um, meaningful relationships with a lot of children, Um, a job that I absolutely loved, um, career that I loved. Um, It was taxing, though, very emotionally, emotionally taxing. Yeah, so you see, um, of course, you know, the the nature of the job, I was um, helping support the children who had the greatest need, you know, and would often express their need, you know, in in really challenging ways, you know, harmful ways to themselves, to those around them. Um, so I knew I just, you know, I was just so ready just to pour love, mm-hmm. you know, onto, onto a child um, and just have that sense of safety and security you know, that I saw so many children were in need of. Um, But also during that time, I was very, you know, um, I was, you know, kind of the behavior specialist. So when there was a challenging kid in the classroom, I'm coming in, developing the plan. Okay, let's analyze this environment. You know, what can we do to change? And, you know, what Mm -hmm. rewards, you know, how can we incentivize, you know? So I'm still thinking that parents are, their job is to control you know, that, that they need to be in control of their children and, and you know, and, um, you know, a, a level of, you know, preparedness and, and involvement is going to yield, you know, a certain behavior, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that was a bit naive, you know, <laughs> of me <laughs> for sure. Um, because now, even with my kids being so young, I'm, I'm just really on this big kick of... Um, trying to have hands off, you know, they're, mm. they're little people, you know, they, they came to mm. me as individuals that God blessed me with, but I'm yeah. here to love and to guide and to nurture, you know, yeah. who they already are and who God has already destined them to be. So that mm. really, that takes my agenda out of it, <laughs> you know? Mm. And, um, and so what can I do to facilitate not me controlling, but helping them develop their own self-control? Right. That that doesn't come with me micromanaging, mm. you know? Um, so, wow. so, yeah. So I, there, there has, as you mentioned before, just the evolution of who you are as an individual, yeah. you know? Um, parenting, I think, is so self-revelatory. If you Ooh. allow, if you allow it to be, mm. Mm. you know, because mm-hmm. <laughs> my God, is it so easy to dig your heels in and say, yeah. I'm the boss. This is how it needs to be. You know, right. this is what's right. right. This is what's wrong, you know, but man, parenthood will hold up a mirror um, to you. That is, it, it'll reveal the beauty, but it'll also be, you know, the TJ Maxx mirror with the poor lighting where you're like, yes. goodness. <laughs> now God. I know this is right. what I'm out here looking like. <laughs> and your kids are looking at you like, yeah, yeah, that, that's you. That's you, boo. That's you, boo. Oh, you know, so, um, I think I went off on a tangent a little bit. Um. No, no, but but I, I actually wanted to I wanted to sit there if we could for a second because yeah. um, something that you said, which was um, 
kind of not, which, which kind of leads us into our next question was like, how has your view of motherhood kind of changed now that you're in it? And I love that you said it's not about my agenda. It's about it's it's actually trying to be more hands off yeah. so that they can create their own kind of self regulation. Mm-hmm. And so, what is that? Can you give us an example of what that looks like? Like, <laughs> yes, I can. I can <laughs> give you one. Ooh, this is this is real time. This is real time, and I'm still working through it. Um, so my older one, my eight-year-old, um, homework is like no-go. Like we just, we are on the struggle bus with homework. And um, he went through a period of time. However, we were doing it, you know, my husband and I, we would kind of take turns, you know, alternating. But it got to the point where he was frustrated and he didn't want our involvement, you know. And so you can force yourself into a space you know, but then it's like, are you being considerate of what this person is voicing and expressing? You know, mm-hmm. first he's doing it with body language, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. he's actually saying it, you know. And so you take a step back and it's difficult because it's, you know, you do need support with this. That He's at a, a pretty rigorous school, so his coursework is actually a grade level above. So he's a third grader. He's working it out. He's doing very well, but, you know, doing fourth grade, fourth grade curriculum, you know, but it's like, we, we got to support you sometimes. You're doing, you're multiplying fractions, boo, and you're eight, you know, like, right, right, right. I am, I am reading the, uh, I need to read the. Every time I'm reading, you know, the the intro to the lesson, like, okay, let me let me get my facts together, you know. So, <laughs> girl, I'll be having to touch each word. Okay, right. Su- Susie had seventeen. Okay, so she had seventeen. Right, and then you go back now. Susan, okay, no. Right, Susanna had. Wait, no, Susie. Who? <laughs> who was it? How many did they have? Goodness, that is the gospel truth. Right. So, so it's this rub, like knowing you, you do need our support with this, you know, because there's some concepts that you're missing. But he said, I, he's like, we review it the next day, you know, with, with my teacher. So I'd rather review the problems then, as opposed to having you guys check my work. So of course, you know, my feelings are high key hurt because prior to this, I was right. homeschooled. I'm like, I'm your, you know, I'm your teacher. Right. You know, right. I know how to do this stuff, you know? Right. But man, talk about just depersonalizing some things first, mm. you know, mm. not taking mm. everything so personally, you know, mm. that your kids do and say and just let them have their moment, you know? Right. Um, so that was first. And, um, but then also realizing that he he's going to be going back to school with problems that are missed um Mm -hmm. right is is that is at the end of the world Mm. you know and that's what you had to come to it's like as parents Mm. we we are i'm i'm already mapping out his future as a as a Mm -hmm. 30 year old man you know right (laughs) right ascribing character traits because you know he doesn't want to help you know, he doesn't want help with homework, you know, and so right, sometimes right, we get right. so anxious right. and forward thinking when it's just this moment in time, you know, right. so that, that, that helps me be hands off a little bit. Like we have time to learn, we have time to grow, you know, right. in this particular area. So 
Long story short, you know, he's, we're we're hands off. We say as long as it, we're doing a a quick cursory look just to make sure everything's filled out, but there Mm -hmm. will be no corrective element to it. You know, you can handle that at school, you know? Okay. So, you know, we do that for a period of time and a test comes back. Um, That's a little lower than anticipated and certainly lower than what we know his capability is. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so at that point, I just gently broached it. I said, honey pie, I said, I, I noticed this was a little bit lower than I think your understanding might have been. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm so embarrassed. You know, I was like, honey pie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, there's no need for embarrassment or shame. You know, it's like, I should have done better. And I said, well, I said, baby, if this said 100 percent, I said, your value, your stock wouldn't have gone up. And it, mm. if it said zero percent, your stock mm. didn't go down. I said, you, your value is constant, no matter, uh, it's not attached to any type of performance, you know? So, all right, you said amen. So, so that was that. So I said, you know, do you, um, you know, would you be open to some type of support again? You know, and he Mm -hmm. said, and he said he would, and he said, okay, I want to give you, um, I, I want you in the driver's seat on that. Tell me what that help might look like, you know, mm-hmm. what, what you'd be comfortable with, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, he shared that with me and it was ultimately him seeking us out, you know, on problems as needed. Um, okay. And so, yeah, you know, took, I, you know, <coughs> it took some, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> we, and that, and that's where we're at now. It's not perfect, you know, wow. but we are just honoring his process because I, what I'm realizing about just, you know, motivation and, and internalized or not internalized rather, but, um, internal motivation, you know, doing mm-hmm. things because you see the value and then even specific intrinsic motivation is where you mm-hmm. see, um, it's not that you're self-motivated the distinction with intrinsic is just that you see the value in whatever task you're doing you know so wanting to develop both of those if I'm sitting him down forcing this it's really me doing it that's not him it's not cultivating a habit it's him just having to to cower to my authority you know, right. um, unwillingly, you know, and, and without a cooperative spirit, you know, so, um, so yeah, and, and stuff like that is tough, you know, I'm thinking, you know, how is this going to reflect on his report card, you know, and all of those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what's so tough for me too. When you see, when you see all that's inside of your child, you see mm-hmm. just this incredible capacity and aptitude mm-hmm. And when they're not quite there yet, you think mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm the one that's going to get you there, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's more right, so, right. Yeah. Like that's my job. That That's how I define parenthood. Right. But right. now I see it as more so what environment am I nurturing and cultivating for you to have the desire to reach it? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's most impactful to me. Wow. Yeah. So. Yes. Okay. So many things. Um, <laughs> um, one, I think that like, it's it's extremely powerful that our generation, for sure. I mean, we're the ones that have kids right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much space is giving for 
voice. Mm-hmm. Because I definitely feel like, you know, generations prior to us, it was very much just do as I say and don't ask no questions. Ooh, not and... a single one. Not a single one. <laughs> don't even look like a question formulated in your mind. Right. Don't, yeah. don't look confused. Don't, <laughs> don't there, there look. should yeah, there should be no looks of bewilderment. Like you yes. need to be on board and eager you need com- to do comprehension <laughs> and compliance immediately. <laughs> Man. Um but I think that there's so much beauty in talking through things with them. Mm-hmm. Like understanding that you know, I think that's to me, because I, I love sustainability, right? Mm, it's yes. sustainable if we can both be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> if we, if we yes. both have a voice. So mm-hmm. even like with, with LJ saying to him, like, what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. Because then, then he's more likely to continue to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he, he, he's going to be present when you're doing it instead of in his mind like, oh, here they go. They're right. Just, okay. You know? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I know how I would be. <laughs> oh, girl, just seething, um, but just sitting there, you know, because again, there, yeah. we, we didn't have the voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love, love, love that you said that. But another thing that kind of came up for me is me wondering, um, you know, I, I love black people. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> me I, too. And I, I was sitting there wondering um, your thoughts on, you know, is part of that how you were saying, you know, I'm, I'm looking to the future of him being a 30-year-old man. Um, how much of the, of the way that we parent is almost a trauma response to what we experience in society and really mm. not wanting our children to be perceived as mm. X, Y, or Z, to be perceived that, you know, to, to miss out on opportunities and I think you know for me for sure sometimes I have realized that you know like we I think we talked about when we our, our interview for my thesis like mm-hmm. the conversations we have in our household <laughs> mm-hmm. of, of how you come outside of our household <laughs> and yes. how you carry yourself yes. just to make sure that you make it back alive into our household mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, kind of, do you feel some of the pressure? Do you think that that has influenced, or did influence, rather, you know, you wanting, not necessarily perfection, but it's like, I I want to pour all of this into you. Because even him, he said, oh, I'm embarrassed that I didn't have, I didn't get this high of a grade mm-hmm. on there. You know, mm-hmm. as a parent, you're, you're kind of like broken, like, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when he's like, and you could have, you know, you could have right. used that, you know. <laughs> right, right. But I love that you reinforce it to say, you know, your value is not attached to this. But before we get even into that that segment, yeah. do you, has that ever crossed your mind? You know, like what, what we're oh. doing parent-wise is influenced, is influenced by the traumas that we feel as Black people in society? 100%. Um, and I, that, that's a whole nother, we, we need another, we need a part two just for that <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because there's so many layers to it, you know, to, to peel back and, and so much discovery there. And honestly, so much fear, fear that's mm. there, you know, yeah. um, and fear is, is a powerful motivator, you know, with, with behavior and decision-making, um, and 
I sometimes I feel like I'm I'm prone, you know, to fear and and prone to anxiousness, yeah. you know, and a lot of worry. And so even this this style of parenting, <laughs> I takes courage for me to do. Yeah. Because yeah. it's exactly what you said when you when you give your child the opportunity to to voice their experience, to voice what they need, how they want to do things differently and give them the space uh to problem solve, you know, um give them the space to fail, you know, and and learn what recovery looks like, you know, learn what growth looks like, you know, all of that. You're right. We were raised failure isn't an option because you may not get that second chance. Yeah. You know, we yeah. talk about at worst our physical safety, right? Making right. it back home right. safe. But let's just think about in the educational and professional arena, you know, right. being looked over for opportunities, you know, look looked over for promotions. It's like you have you have one moment, you know, of of an irritated tone or or mm-hmm. one one chance that, you know, maybe being a bit ill prepared for a presentation and it's like mm-hmm. okay you're regarded as oh yeah that's kind of what i thought you know uh-huh, uh-huh. you know <laughs> so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we we absolutely live with that needing to to be our best and oftentimes better to get the same yeah. opportunity you know but i feel ultimately why <clears throat> i i still persist with this style of parenting is because i don't want to operate out of fear I don't want my choices to be fear driven. Um and what I feel and I think probably the greater fear is stifling my child mm-hmm. and and their personhood. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'm more afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Um and what that does to their heart, you know, what do, what that does to their soul at my hands. Mm-hmm. In the in the name of protecting them than what mm. the world and within what the world will do you know because we are we are preparing them for a, a tough world and that's why some people say you know respectful or gentle or conscious parenting whatever you want to call it you know isn't isn't for us um because mm-hmm. of those reasons but we if if not at home where will mm-hmm. the safety be mm. you know <laughs> mm. where where will the freedom be you know where will the place of unraveling be if it's yeah. if it's not with you right you know right. so um so yeah i think for me their uh their sense of um one me believing in them you know mm-hmm. believing in them to make the right call to mm-hmm. to learn from their mistakes um i want them to be um confident in themselves because of the confidence you know that we've of uh, we've shown them that we have in them you know um to be able to navigate and i think you know obviously conversations will be had you know <laughs> um that that it, you know we we can't get around that we just can't you know even now having conversations you know related to um ethnicity and 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 culture and identity and you know he's they're they're both actually um voracious readers they just devour books <laughs> and that. so you know they're reading books about the civil rights era and mm-hmm. and my older one is just so perplexed 
you know he's like Mm -hmm. this is based off of skin color you know and I tell him it's like you know kids just have a way of just just (laughs) cutting through Right. It's like, yeah, that's really what it's about. The the division and the hate and all of that mm. really comes down to skin color and how absurd and ridiculous that is, you know? But we mm. still live in a world very much informed by that, you know? Mm. Um, so trying to center my thoughts, I, I will say who... Um, who I believe that they're going to be and and who I'm trusting God, you know, <laughs> to continue mm-hmm. to develop and, mm-hmm. and protect mm-hmm. and cover. I'm I just decide to to put more faith in mm. that um, than the fear of what the world will bring. And I yeah. think when they have a voice, when they're open to collaborative problem solving and and they know that their parents aren't on a power trip just lording mm-hmm. their authority over them telling mm-hmm. them what to do micromanaging their lives when we have those very serious <laughs> conversations about their future you know and and why the stakes are a bit different you know mm-hmm. i think there's going to be a deeper understanding of that right. but will also have cultivated somebody who is, um, you know, empathetic and yeah. who can communicate clearly, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. can can establish and, and hold their own boundary. Um, mm. I actually say this to LJ every time he uh, he leaves for, for school, I tell him to, to stay black. And um, black is an acronym, actually. Of course, you know, I, Mm. I, you know, I want him to have the awareness of his ethnicity, you know, and understand that he, um, you know, I want him to, to be proud of that, you know, Mm -hmm. and to show Mm -hmm. and to show what that looks like, you know, but the acronym is be a leader. Um, and always choose kindness. So be, mm-hmm. you know, be the be leader. Always choose kindness. I love it. And mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of times kindness is mistaken, you know, for sometimes being a doormat. Even you know, not right. not right. Ex- not expressing yourself. And that couldn't be further from the truth. It's mm-hmm. honoring what you need, expressing you know what you need while honoring the uh the dignity of another person right that's right, it absolutely. you know yeah. <laughs> so um yeah that's what i that's what really what i hope to impart and i do believe that that kind of person is going to be able to navigate some of the ills of the mm. world because mm-hmm. that's what we learned anyway, right? We learned, you know, right. you need to be well-spoken and articulate, you know, so they they think something different about you. You know, you need to know how to communicate, you know? Yes. It's just we yes. weren't allowed to do that at home, you know? Right. So it's like, where right. where do we get to practice that? Right. You know? Absolutely. So I want them to be able to practice healthy conflict resolution with their parents, you know? Yes. Telling us Ooh. when they think that something isn't fair, you know, and, and all of that, you know, respectfully. And that, yeah. Lord, that, that's a long game. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, because we are on the journey. 
to mm. respect. We haven't found it yet. We have. Mm. <laughs> we're not. We're not. Mm. We're not nestled there, but we are in root. But I'll tell you, Brene, I wouldn't change it for the world because the freedom that they have to tell me everything, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't change that for the world. Um, I think it's so much harder to try to come around and you're in your early 20s trying to assert yourself oh, to your parents, <laughs> trying to Lord, tell them, Lord, tell them oh, X, Y, 30s. and Z. Like you can, you know, <laughs> late girl, late 30s, 40s trying to say something, <laughs> you know. I feel like it's harder to find your voice than it is to refine your voice at an earlier phase. So that's where we're at. Like, thank you for sharing that with me. Now, here's another way that you can express that same sentiment. And we mm-hmm. and we'll do it again. I'll say, can you you mind trying that again, babe? Because I, I didn't like how that felt for me. The message mm-hmm. was important, but I didn't mm-hmm. like how it was shared, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he gets to try again. You know, and so it's just like if we're not teaching, what? Mm-hmm. How do how do we learn? You know. Right. Um, Ooh, so yes, love that. Yeah. Um, one thing that I learned with my daughter is, if your child feels like they can tell you anything, they will tell you everything. Yes, I love and, that. And I. Um, when I, when I was pregnant this, this last time, the baby that my boyfriend and I lost, um, mm-hmm. I was terrified to tell my parents. There were like a few people that I was terrified to tell. Oh. I think I put my parents in a group text. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do this one time. One time. And I started probably with something like, I hope you're not disappointed in me. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So it's just, I was 37 years old. Or Girl, old I was. grown, accomplished, Good grown, grown, all of the things. <laughs> An Good exceptional mother already. <laughs> and um, when I tell you, oh my goodness. And they both were like, okay, crazy. It's okay. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and what's crazy is I actually did not even... I didn't even tell them um, to begin with. The only reason that I told them is when we got the report from the doctor that the heart rate was fluctuating. Mm. And I was soliciting prayer. It's the only reason that I wow. even told them when I did. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Brene. But I but, you know, really took to the point of, you know, you have to foster the relationship of communication so mm-hmm. that like you said it's much easier to start there than to try to get to there Mm -hmm. and you know when you're big and grown girl (laughs) big and grown there's a quote too and I uh, I feel like I'm gonna misquote it so maybe I'll just paraphrase but the idea was when my kid is in trouble I don't want their thought to be oh god how do I keep this from my parents Mm -hmm. And let me run as fast as I can to my parents because they're going to support me through it, you know? And I think so many children, it's the former, you know, how can I kind of fix this? Let me, let me see what I can do, you know, before I absolutely have to tell you, you know, (laughs) but I just want it. I want it to be just a place of safety and refuge and us against whatever the challenge is, you know? So... And I love that because I, it's, to me, what it boils down to is like you, yes, this is very conscious, very intentional parenting, but it's 
not I think when people hear gentle parenting they think like oh your kid just runs all over you oh yeah but Mm. I think what you're teaching is really just the coping skills like you said effective communication is huge Mm -hmm. and if they can't learn if if a person can't learn at a young age (laughs) how to effectively communicate I say all the time like there are a lot of emotionally unintelligent people running around here honey just <laughs> vast no, majority vast no regard yeah, no no introspection no reflection no like mm. just broken people <laughs> yeah just out that, here out that here just have no coping mechanisms no no just, just lacking a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff so I, I love that in reading between the lines of all that you're doing it sounds like you're just the goal is to create amazing humans Aww. that can just function in society as amazing people I love yeah. that I love yeah. that <laughs> that's, that's phenomenal um, so I don't want to keep you too much longer but I wanted to ask what, what have been some of your greatest challenges as a mother ooh how much time do we have <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me let me try to be concise. Um, okay, this for me being uh, concision is two things, and I'll, I'll okay. try to um, okay uh, <laughs> be brief. The first um, I would say is maintaining a sense of self, mm. um, just having any any <laughs> form of identity. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, beyond of motherhood. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like that is yeah. so front facing in every decision that I make, you know. Um, and I think I, I I teeter back and forth between saying, "Okay, Shalana, you've got to find out who you are as a woman," and then also still accepting like motherhood is just so important to me. You know, so that's okay if that's what consumes you the most, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because to be able to show up the way that I want to for my children, it takes just about everything (laughs) that that I've got, you know, and so feeling like, okay, this is, um, you know, this is. I, I see motherhood as ministry. Like number one, this yeah. is a God appointed job, right? So yeah. I want to, I want to, yes, I want to take it seriously, you know. And realizing too that it is, um, it's a season of life as well, yeah. you know. But of course, understanding that um, there is value that I can contribute as Shalana, the individual that's informed by all the different pieces of me you know so just realizing that shalana the person is influenced by motherhood is influenced as you know being a wife a sister a friend a professional a psychologist you know sometimes we feel like there needs to be a distinction Mm -hmm. um and i'm learning that no kind of this you know the the continued growth and maturation is um it it flows i think you know it, I, there there are all these streams that flow into the river i guess of who i am 
um so sometimes you know that river gets um (laughs) what is it it's uh (laughs) flooded you know one portal (laughs) is is flooded (laughs) and right now that's for sure motherhood motherhood is the largest stream you know um but uh but yeah just putting myself somewhere on the priority list list. you know doing things um that I find purposeful um and joyful outside of of motherhood um and that's something I'm not very good at um but I I'm working on it um with that vein of motherhood is just um I I do this very dangerous game of comparing my kids Mm-hmm. Um, but not in the way that you would think, you know, so sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy to say, okay, they're, you know, they were doing this earlier. Okay. Or they're a little more skilled in that. And like, okay, I want them to be like their brother. Oh, I want them to be like their sister, you know, in this mm-hmm. regard. I don't do that. What I do, I, I like to torture myself and I say, okay, well, <laughs> this one was doing this particular skill at this age and this one hasn't mastered it yet. I'm not doing enough. I didn't do what I did before. And now my second one is suffering because of it, you know, (laughs) or Mm -hmm. now, you know, I have more time with this second one. And so I need to go back and change the past and rectify so that I can, you know, (laughs) so it's always, it always comes back to me and what am I doing? What am I not doing that is facilitating a particular outcome? Instead of realizing, one, I am a different mother because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just different. I'm a different person. We change, right? That's that's for one. But for two, I realized how much of that was rooted in control. I'm thinking that I have all the chess pieces and I'm just controlling everybody. If I do this, okay, then this piece will go there. Okay, if I do this this piece will fall into place here. If I do this, you know, not realizing that there are so many other variables, the most important of all, that I have two individual people, little people, you know, that are their own person, you know, have their own interests, their own desires, their own personalities, their own temperaments, you know? So I was just putting so much pressure on myself. Okay, what was I doing when when that happened? Okay, yeah, I don't want to do that, you know? And so here I am essentially just, you know, trying to play God, you know? Um, And that's what I realized. One, I'm ill-equipped to do so. I don't have the power, you know? so that was that was a big challenge for me just relinquishing that you know sense of control and really ultimately desire for control you know and it was well intentioned but it it was still damaging because my motherhood is never at a place of contentment mm. you know mm. It's always, you know, what could you be doing better, you know, instead of just existing in the space and enjoying it, you know. Um, So, you know, they say awareness is the first step, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Amen. 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 
so um, just being aware of that. And it, yeah, it, it just dovetails so nicely too with me just seeking to give my children more freedom, you know, more opportunities for self-expression, more, um, more freedom to decide, you know, like how do you make good decisions if you're never permitted to make a decision? Or if your decisions wow. are always get over, uh, you know, is it overridden? Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. so it's, um, yeah, there, man, parenthood is just so many aha moments of clarity ah. that seems so obvious, you know, but it, it can take sometimes a lifetime, you know, <laughs> to, to truly, to truly get it. Yeah. I mean, I, once again, so many points that I just want to touch on, but yeah. um, I think that that first challenge of, you know, honoring the role that you have as mm-hmm. a mother, you know, it's, it's ministry, it's all these beautiful and amazing things, and, mm-hmm. um, but maintaining who you are as an individual, mm-hmm. giving yourself space to operate and make decisions for you sometimes. Yes. Um, I will say, I know you're uh, quite a, a ways away from where I am as, as far as the age of your children, but mm-hmm. it, when I was 17 and I just, I want to say just this year, <laughs> maybe the end of last year, started mm-hmm. making decisions that were like, she's even surprised. I'm like, yeah. no, actually, I'm, you're not going. I'm going to go with my friends or... Um, I'm gonna, you know, right, and she's I'm, like, I'm gonna come again. <laughs> yeah, like uh, a girlfriend of mine. Um, we we she has a daughter. My daughter same age. They go to the same school. We all have Disneyland season passes, and we're oh, like, I okay, love well, that. While the girls are at school, we're gonna go to. And they were like, "Y'all are going to the outer." Yep, and I'm gonna find you a ride home from school and everything. <laughs> Girl, you got it. I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> and, and I know that it's kind of been, you know, interesting for her to kind of see the transition in me too, mm-hmm. because, you know, for I was again like for 17 years, she's never really seen me have a glass of wine, or mm. I'm actually more of a whiskey drinker. But okay. you know, now I'm. Not, <laughs> You know, and I'm not overdoing it, but it's just I'm also allowing her to see like who I am as a woman. Yes. Because I think a lot of times our kids know things about us, but maybe mm. don't even really know us. Like mm. I I remember um, a couple of years ago talking, having this conversation with her about you know, yeah, I people call me to pray for them because I go in on my prayers and I just, I, she'd never seen that side of me or, wow. you know, I, I do these women empowerment things and this is why, you know, mm-hmm. like really now bringing her into the event and showing her kind of the truth and the rawness and the emotion behind the things that I do. And so I think it's important, very important for us as moms to, to not lose sight of who we are and to yeah. find ways to carve it out to say, yeah, I don't want you to just look at me also just as your mother because I want you to know how what it's like to be a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, there's certain things that I think we also kind of try to shield our kids from that debilitates them, you know, mm-hmm. stifles them in certain in certain ways. And 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that perfection stuff, just one, it's not, it's not real. And as you talked about sustainability, who the sustainability coordinator is now me. Nope, that's not working, <laughs> you know, like, and, and of course, I think, you know, the kids too, they're, they, 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 they do see it all. Yeah. Are you going to be hypocritical about it? Because they're going to see little cracks anyway, you know, Absolutely. or are you just going to, uh, you know, um, be authentic, you know, and be and have a bit of vulnerability with your kids, you know, of course, oh. to what's developmentally appropriate, you know, yeah, but I think cool. I think that's so important. And like you said, too, it's like they they learn so much from our example. You're going to want her to be a woman that speaks up for herself, that prioritizes her well-being. And if all she knows from her mom is sacrifice, that's what she's endowed with. Like, okay, this is what this looks like. And she knows you're amazing, believes you're amazing, but that's going to inform her motherhood in the same way. And we're not going to want that for them. We're going to be the grandparent telling them, give me them babies. You need to, you, (laughs) you, you go on that trip, baby. You, you know, and it's like, but you, you never did. And you're like, oh, you know, (laughs) that that wasn't right. Right. Yeah. You, you, you're right, baby. And I should have, I should have, you know, (laughs) so I love that. I love that she gets to see this change. I think that is so impactful and powerful for her. Yeah, it's it's definitely, like you said, there, there's so much power and vulnerability. And I think that it's really shaped our relationship. When I stop thinking, when I get a family unit, thinking mm. like when I get remarried and when mm. I start thinking I, I have a family unit, mm. I'm going to operate in this space as with this unit like that absolutely us, you know have our financial meetings we have our family meetings we have, I love know, that <laughs> it might be just the two of us but you know yeah as, mu- um, yeah, as much a powerful and beautiful and strong family as as anybody else um and we, we said that we were going to be concise. So. I know. <laughs> I know. This is too hard. This is too hard. <laughs> we definitely need a, a, a part two for sure. We but um, So I'll just get to the final question, which is what advice would you give to a new mother or someone who desires to be a mother? Mm, okay. Um, you know, I think it's connected to our difficulty in wrapping this up. There is so much to share. There's so much on our hearts, you know, because this is the undertaking of a lifetime, you know, motherhood. And I think, I think community is so important. Um, Finding people that, that see you, (laughs) you know, that um, can understand the difficulty will be a safe space for you to vent, you know, um, We'll, you know, we'll meet you at the park, you know, so you guys can do your thing. And, you know, just I, I think that community is so important. And that's something that um, has actually been kind of hard for me because I'm I'm naturally a bit more introverted. Um, and um, yeah, it's just tough for me to kind of put myself out there be like hey will you be my friend (laughs) you know (laughs) that kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. um and then I think maybe sometimes the second part 
of maybe, you know, people within the community sharing the same values, you know, that can be that can be tough sometimes too, because sometimes what you do or what you don't do feels um, or, you know, can sometimes be perceived as um, judgment sometimes you know the motherhood community can be tough (laughs) sometimes you know um but I think oh yeah I I can't believe I haven't said this yet because that's my what I've coined the the phrase motherhood is both magic and mayhem and I think um your community needs to really know that you know we don't need the toxic positivity of you know everything's amazing you know motherhood is the greatest gift yes and and i i had 2 hours of sleep you know so being patient you know and getting the right colored cup is <laughs> is a little more challenging you know or you know you're fully you beautifully potty trained been potty trained since before you Mm -hmm. were two but you want me to wipe your butt and Mm -hmm. I'm actually laying down for once you know but you want me to come and do it like (laughs) you know those are the kinds of things you know um so but then of course just understanding to somebody that also gets that you would do any and everything for that baby you know what I mean and that that will be your love in a way that you you can't you can't define you know so somebody who gets that type of devotion and intensity yes the duality absolutely absolutely um so yeah I think community find find your people you know and um it doesn't have to be a, a big group you know small small can be mighty um but I, I think that's important because it can feel really lonely, you know, um, just the day in and day out <laughs> of it, especially in those early years, you know. Um, and then maybe lonely when you just have a, per, you know, a, a different perspective, you know, than your family, you know, and close friends. Um, that adds an, another layer of stress that don't nobody need, you know. <laughs> so... Yeah, I think community is really important. That's something that I'm, um, you know, still still cultivating uh, for myself. Um, but yeah, I think I'd, I'd leave it at that. I think that is, yeah, um, that is something significant that I'm that I'm working towards. So I think that would be advice. But I guess the last little piece, as we're staring down an hour. <laughs> I just see the timer just looking at me like, girl, you are long-winded. Um, I think... Yeah, so am I. Right. The, um, the last part um, would just give, give yourself grace, you know? Um, let that grace absolve you of, of when you didn't get it right. But then let that grace strengthen you to try again you know um it's just that balance of you know we I do I do want to hold myself accountable and I do want to be the best that I can be um 
as an individual, you know, but also because I feel like my family deserves that. Um, but I can't get there if if the voice in my head is is disparaging and hurtful and, you know, <laughs> and not encouraging, you know. So um, grace is, is it for me because I need it just as much as my children do, you know. So, uh, yeah, an abundance of grace. Love that. Well, just as I suspected, I knew you were going to be dropping all kinds of gems. <laughs> so much love and wisdom and light with us. So thank you so much again for coming on. You are so appreciated. Oh, this was my absolute pleasure. Yes, this was fantastic. Uh, so we'll definitely have to get a part two in here somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yes. This was, this was my yes. self-care. I'm on a beanbag in my closet. And it's very peaceful in here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thank you. I thank you. I love that. Oh, well, thanks to all of the people who are listening. Again, Shalana's information will be in the description box. Make sure you check out her and her amazing family band. Um, and as always, I hope you guys have a good week. Be good. Make good decisions. I love you. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Shalana. Thank you. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye.